Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is January 12th, 2023. Yes, you heard me right, 2023. And when the All Rookie Podcast is back with another great episode to check in on our 2022-2023 rookie class. Very impressive class, very deep class. And we have a lot of rookies that I need to go over and their progression, how they're doing so far in the season. It's pretty much at the halfway point. So, you know, we're going to have the rookies that have been doing great in the first half. And then we're going to also cover rookies that I feel may be going to increase their production in the second half. All right, let's get straight to it like there's nothing to it. First, let's go over our regular season leaders and points for rookies. Paolo Bancaro still on top at 21 points per game. Benedict Matherin, still number two at 17 points per game. Jaden Ivey is number three at 15 points per game. Keegan Murray at 12. Jabari Smith, just a little under 12 points per game. For rebounds, Jalen Duran at 8.5. Jabari Smith at seven. Paolo Bancaro at seven. Walker Kessler, almost at seven. And Mark Williams at six rebounds per game. Expect Mark Williams to go up a little bit. Our rookie leaders in assists are Jaden Ivey at 4.2, Paolo Bancaro at 3.9, Andrew Nimhar at 3.7. Expect that to go up with the news of an injury on the Pacers. We will see. Jalen Williams from OKC at 2.8 and Jeremy Sohan at 2.5. As far as blocks, Walker Kessler is at 2. By far and away, the leader. And Christian Coloco is second at 1.2. Jabari Smith at one. Jalen Duran and Mark Williams tied for fourth and fifth, however you want to say that, with 0.7. Our leaders in steals are Tari Easton at 1.1. Paolo, Bancaro, Andrew Nimhart, and Jaden Ivey are all tied at one steal per game. And Jalen Williams is at 0.9, pretty much one. Pretty much all the rookie leaders in steals are averaging one steal per game. And in minutes, Paolo Bencaro at 34 minutes. He's by far the leader in minutes. Second leaders, leading rookie in minutes is Jaden Ivey at 30. So those are just a little brief, little indicator of our top five rookies in each category. Now let's go over their stats. You know, I'm probably going to go over our top 20 rookies right now uh, thus far through the season, you know. The most games any rookie has played is Benedict Matherin at 42. So he's been the healthiest rookie thus far. Paolo has missed some games. You know, guys like Blake Wesley has only played two games. So there's a huge spectrum there. And we hope to see more from those guys that have missed a lot of games in the second half. But our leader, pretty much in everything, is Paolo Bencaro, the favorite for rookie of the year. Has played 35 games, 34 minutes per game, averaging a, an incredible and incredible 21 points per game, shooting 43% from the field, shooting 31% from three. That's probably the only area he can improve his game because he's pretty much flawless everywhere else as a rookie. Um, you know, free throw percentage is even decent at 76%. He's averaging seven boards per game, four assists per game, one steal per game, and a half of a block per game. He does have three turnovers per game, but that's not that big a deal for him because he was controlling the ball a lot more with all the injuries to the Magic point guards. But Paolo Bencaro, I've heard today, is 
his pronunciation should be Banchero. So I'll go ahead and say that. Paolo Banchero, until I hear otherwise, has had an incredible rookie season. On par with LeBron James type of rookie season. He's been he's also been like influencing wins on the magic, you know, and this team is kind of it's filled with talent, but it's like a mishmash of talent and young guys. And they're still trying to figure it out, but he has been very influential in wins, uh, team building, uh, you know, being a great teammate. He's been told that he's been said that he's been a very humble teammate. He's not coming in there like this is my team or, you know, I'm too good for to do anything else that the other rookies are doing and young guys are doing. He's fitting right in. It could not be a better fit for the Magic to have drafted Paolo Bancaro. And, I mean, you can tell he just wants to get better, and he will. Number two, Benedict Matherin. Like I said, he's played every game, averaging 17 points per game, four rebounds, one and a half assists, 0.6 steals. I would like for his assist to go up, but he's a scorer by heart, scorer by nature. Uh, He's doing well uh, with those four rebounds per game. And, I mean, he's getting 28 minutes per game off the bench for the majority of the season. And, you know, he's pretty – he's arrogant but also humble because he could be throwing a tantrum that he's not been starting, you know, as good as he has been. You know, he's very confident in himself. He was, he wants to go against the best, but he's not causing a distraction by throwing a fit that he's not starting and getting more than 28 minutes per game. But he's playing great. You know, he's hit a – him and Paolo hit a bit of a rookie wall because they were just even better than they are now. You know, their field goal percentage both dipped tremendously in December. Uh, and that's because these guys have not played that many games ever you know they're at the 42 games you know this is like a full college season is over by now as far as the amount of games they play so the NBA season is a big jump from you know 30 40 games in college to 80 plus in the NBA in the NBA so but Ben Matherin I think he'll bounce back up as well you know early in the season a lot of people were like I gotta add him to my fantasy team he's incredible his path is only up You know, he hit a wall, still the second best rookie thus far, but some numbers have dropped down, but he will pick them back up. And, you know, he's still at a better start than Jalen Green was last year. His whole first half of his rookie season was a bit of a struggle, very up and down. So Benedict, if, you know, he's on Jalen Green's trajectory, that second half should be even better. And, I mean, his ceiling and path is just great. Uh, And now we know, like I said, with Andrew Nimhart, Benedict is in a situation where Tyrese Halliburton is hurt. We don't know how long he'll be out for, but that will help Nimhart and Benedict get more minutes, and we'll see what they do. Third on the list, Jaden Ivey. You know, he's averaging 15 points per game, uh, four rebounds, four assists, one steal. And now, you know, Cade Cunningham has been out pretty much the whole year. He played a few of the first weeks. And Jaden has been finding his rhythm. You know, it's not a perfect fit with him in Detroit. He's working his way through the ups and downs of being a rookie. It might would have went smoother with Cade. We don't know. But he's finding his way. And I think this rough patches of the season is going to help him be even a better player. And right now he's turning it on. You know, last game 
He had 18 points, eight assists, and three steals. So I don't expect that every game, but it's showing that he can do it. And, I mean, there's no real competition for minutes for him. He's at 30 minutes per game right now. That could go up. I expected to stay around that area, um, but – he may not get the he might he may not have been getting this many opportunities if Cade was still around. So Jaden Ivey's trajectory is definitely up. I expect Paolo to pretty much remain the same. Benedict to go up a little. Jaden to go up for sure. Fourth on the list, Keegan Murray averaging twelve points per game, averaging only four rebounds per game. That's what we want to see higher. One assist per game, almost one steal, a half a block per game. Uh, you know, Keegan Murray is not a small guy. He's like 6'9", 6'10". So he's averaging the same amount of rebounds as Benedict Matherin and Jaden Ivey. That's not good. <laughs> so we want to get that up. And it's not like he's playing 20 minutes per game. He's playing a similar minutes to these guys, 29 minutes per game. So Keegan is still finding his way. It's been more of a rough patch for him than it has the other three guys. But I think he's on a winning team right now. So he's not the focus, Uh, you know, Sabonis and Fox are having all-star caliber years. Harrison Barnes even had a a tremendous game last game. So Keegan Murray is kind of the fourth option on this team. So he's still finding his way. This year may not be the year for him, but next year and the year after, I mean, his trajectory is up a lot. So unless there's an injury, I expect Keegan to stay around this level for the rest of the season, but we will see. Number five, Jabari Smith. Well, the Rockets averaging about 12 points per game, and he's at seven rebounds per game. That's what you want to see. One assist, 0.6 steals, and one block per game. Those numbers are coming up for Jabari. A lot of people were in panic mode early in the season. And you see Paolo, you know, averaging 20. Benedict was averaging 20. Jabari was averaging 10. You know, um, some of those numbers will change throughout the season, but Jabari's at 12 right now per game. That could go up to around 14, 15. I expected 15 points per game for him in his rookie season, and it's been a bit of a struggle for him, but not bad or anything. Not like he's a bust. It's just been a work in progress with the Rockets. I think if he was on a different team, things would be going better, but they're trying to find their way, and they just recently had an injury with Kevin Porter Jr. Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green take a lot of shots. So if if Kevin Porter is out, that may allow Jabari to get a couple more opportunities, and we will see his trajectory is going up for the second half of the season. I'm still encouraged by Jabari Smith and his production. Still very high on him. I still think he's the best player in this draft. We will see how that goes. I'm not changing my stance on that, though. His capabilities are out of this world, and we will see if he reaches those levels. Number six, Jalen Williams from OKC, played 37 games, averaging 11.6 points per game, averaging 3.6 boards, two and a half, 2.8 assists, one steal, and a half block per game. And his minutes have been going up lately as well. He's averaging 28 minutes per game, like I said. But there's been a lot of injuries in OKC. He's getting plenty of time uh, out there on the court. You know, Darius Baisley is not even really playing anymore. So his trajectory should only go up. I mean, the minutes are there. The opportunity is there uh, already. And so it's only going to be more to learn, more to grow for Jalen Williams. He's got the opportunity. 
and I look forward to seeing his second half of his season. Next, A.J. Griffin for the Hawks. He is averaging 10 points per game, two boards, one assist, one steal. You know, he's had some great bright moments for the Hawks. I don't think his trajectory will go up. I think he'll stay right around where he is now. He had a lot of opportunity with Bogdan Bogdanovich out of the lineup, but he's back. So it's a little bit more crowded there now. Um, Trey and Jajante, they've been going in and out of the lineup lately. But for the most part, if there are no injuries, AJ should probably stay around these 21 minutes per game and develop slowly. But I'm encouraged. Next, Jeremy Sohan, an intriguing figure. He uh, is averaging 8.8 points per game, almost five boards, two and a half assists, one steal, half a block per game. In my opinion, he was not a lottery pick. He's more of a role player for a team that's kind of been true to this point. Um, He's getting a ton of minutes uh, at times. He's averaging 25 and a half per game, but earlier in the season, he was getting a lot of minutes and still putting up little production. So he's not an offensive threat. He's more of an all-around glue guy, do-whatever-you-need type of player. And he's learning a lot because he's getting a lot of playing time. He started a lot of games for this team. And most rookies don't get that opportunity. So it's a learning process. We will see what he becomes. But I was never high on him. He's doing what I expected for the most part with all those minutes he's been given. Number nine, Andrew Nimhart. He's averaging 27 minutes per game, eight and a half points per game, three boards, 3.7 assists, one steal per game. Now, those numbers should all go up if Halliburton is out for a while. We will see. But Andrew Nembhard has had some tremendous games early in the season. When he gets an opportunity, he's, you know, taking full advantage of it. And I can't wait to see what he does. I mean, it's unfortunate that there's an injury, but the opportunity for him is there. It's only TJ McConnell in his way. It's only going to help him learn and grow more with Indiana. And, I mean, he's looking like a starting caliber point guard in his league. And I did not think that for Andrew Nimhart. I did not have him as a first-round pick. I had him as a really talented player coming out of college, uh, coming from the same team as Jalen Suggs, um, Gonzaga. And I felt he was similar to Jalen Suggs, but a lesser version And so, you know, Jalen Suggs has kind of struggled his first year and a half in the league. I didn't expect Andrew Nimhart to come in right away and be better than Jalen Suggs. That's kind of surprised me, but I'm very happy for the young man. Uh, He's clearly mature as a basketball player. So I love to see that and where he's going. Next would be Blake Wesley as far as points per game, but he's only played two games. He got hurt after those two games when he finally got his opportunity. First game was great. Second game got hurt. He's been gone ever since. He is back playing with the G League now, Blake Wesley we're talking about, and he's shown flashes that he's back all the way. So it should be only a matter of time before he gets back with the Spurs, get some more games in there. But they're taking it slow with him as far as bringing him back to the team. I don't know why. But Blake Wesley's second half of the season should be Impressive. I mean, it should be something that we see a lot more of him. Uh, you know, Devin Vassell is out right now. Um, Kelvin Johnson is out. And this team is not trying to win, so they're just going to be playing the young guys. So I expect Blake to get a lot of opportunity coming up soon. 
Next, we have Tari Eason, the guy we all want to see more of, but he's only playing 18.8 minutes per game. Very similar to Alperin Sengun last year, and they're both on the Rockets, you know, so they're treating him the same way. Averaging eight points, five boards, one assist, one steal per game. And, I mean, that's in 19 minutes per game. If that was around 30 minutes per game, what would his numbers be? I think they would be up there with with – you know, Jaden Ivey and Keegan Murray up in that range, in the top five range. But instead, he's at 11 down here because they're teaching them slowly. <laughs> you know, what can you do? Next, as far as points per game, we're going to go with Jalen Duran. He's at 7.7 per game. But the key for him is the rebound. The rebounding has been tremendous. He's had quite a few double-doubles. Averaging eight and a half rebounds per game. As long as he gets the minutes, he's pretty much a guarantee for 10 and 10 every night. Uh, one assist, 0.6 steals, 0.7 blocks. And you just wish those minutes were more consistent. And, you know, every every now and then he'll get a boost in minutes. And when he does, he's always productive. So Detroit's going to have to decide what they're going to do uh, with him. But he's already a man as far as a rebounder, <laughs> that's for sure. Number 13, Shaden Sharp, averaging 7.5 points per game. Two and a half boards, not much other stats. He showed a lot of signs early in the season to where no one really expected it. It was like he's going to come in slow, get a few minutes per game. We'll see if it translates. He came out the gates hot and looked amazing. They had a lot of injuries. Now guys are back healthy for Portland. So he's only averaging 19 points per game, 19 minutes per game. Uh, If that was higher, I I would say... His second half should be impressive, but I think his minutes will remain the same, if not dip lower, because Portland's in the playoff race, and they're going to want to play the, the veterans. But we will see. Shaden has impressed me, truly. He's been what I wanted him to be, but did not expect him to be. And I can also, well, I can't really say that for this next guy, because I have high hopes for Malachi Branham, but he's averaging seven points per game. Uh, not many other stats, you know, two and two, but two rebounds, two assists. But his minutes should be on an upward trajectory. With Devin Vassell out, he's getting more minutes now. And like I said, the same thing with Blake Wesley. Malachi and Blake should be getting plenty of opportunities coming up soon. He's already in that process because he was healthy. And he's shown some signs that he's a guy to look out for. If you don't remember before the draft, he was my sixth-ranked prospect. Uh, right after Benedict Mather, and I think he's that talented. He fell in the draft to 20, but now it's his time to shine. Next, we have Walker Kessler with 7.7 boards, two blocks per game. He is our leader in blocks, and he's only getting 19 minutes per game as well. We want to see more minutes out of him too, but what can you do? So uh, we really expected that in Utah too, and you know, with Kelly Olenek hurt now, Kessler should, at minimum, remain in the rotation, but I see a path where his minutes should increase. Like, Duran's average of 24 minutes. Kessler should easily get to 24 minutes per game in the second half of the season. Utah's not playing for anything. And after the trade deadline is over, for sure, we will know if they trade any more veterans to open up more of a path for Walker Kessler as well. Next, we have David Roddy, and he's averaging six and a half points per game. Not many other stats, three boards. Um, he's getting there. Uh, good fit for Memphis. 
and they know how to draft guys that fit right in. If they don't have a top pick, they're going to pick a guy that they can plug in and be a surefire role player for them. And he's been impressive at 19 minutes per game. I, to me, he was not a first-round pick. I was fine if he was undrafted. And he's came in in great shape. In college, he was not at all. He's came in in great shape uh, for his size and lack of height. He's been very productive for this Memphis team. And that's a winning team. So imagine if he was on a bad team, he might be playing even better. But uh, that's going to help his path for growth and development in the future. And next we have Marjan Bochamp. He is averaging 6.4 points per game, two and a half boards, and playing for a top team in the, in the East, you know, the Bucks. Very impressive so far. He's fit in. He's had a couple games. It's like, whoa, okay, he's really good. And then the next game he'll disappear. And then, whoa, and then disappear. So he's up and down, but the learning curve will help him. Uh, it's, it's tough playing on a top-tier team. So very impressed by Roddy and Beauchamp. Next, Mark Williams, only averaging six points and six boards right now. 0.7 steals, 0.7 blocks. But those numbers should definitely go up in the second half of the season. Charlotte's going nowhere fast. They're in the running for Victor Wimbenyama or Scoot Henderson, whoever. Um, and Mark Williams is finally getting minutes now. And those minutes should only continue to increase. And... I expect, like like I said, 13 and a half minutes per game. That should double for sure. So all his numbers could double. He could go up to 12 points per game, 12 boards per game, you know, two blocks per game. We will see. But Mark Williams, a name to look out for. You already know. He's only played 12 games out of the 42 games so far. So Charlotte's got to get on the ball. Go ahead and put him out there now. Next, Nikola Jovic uh, for the Heat. You know, and we're getting down to the, you know, guys that are not playing that much now. So I'll stop around 20, 21, 22. But Jovic showing signs. It's, he's still got a long ways to go. Five and a half points per game. Not much else. You'll see a flash here and there. We'll see what happens. Jaden Hardy at 20th with five and a half points per game. Both of those guys have only played 15 games. Jaden Hardy has been the leader in the G League as far as points. He's played incredible. Just waiting on his opportunity. He's, he had a really good game the other day for the Mavs. And so this could be the start of him taking that role. They tried to fill that role with uh, Kimba Walker. Didn't work. He hurt his knee again. So I feel they need that scoring punch. You know, they have Tim Hardaway. They have Reggie Bullock, who's had a down year. But put Jaden Hardy in there now. He's already had one great performance. Let's see if he can... Start a little streak there. Those are our top 20 scores. Patrick Baldwin is right there as well at 21, uh, averaging 5.4 points per game. He's starting to get minutes now. This is very good. Patrick Baldwin was a guy that could be absolutely nothing, or he could be a breakout star in this draft. We will see. He's looked good in those minutes he's gotten with Golden State. There's position that he plays a position of need for this team. There's talks of they can make a trade. But if they don't and they open up minutes for Patrick Baldwin, look out because Baldwin, uh, he's shooting the ball very well, looking very impressive out there. You know, like most rookies, though, he'll be up and down, but it's good to see him getting minutes already. There's a lot of guys drafted higher than him that are not getting minutes and he's getting minutes on the Warriors. That's 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 not a small feat there. 
And I'm stopping at number 22 with Orlando Robinson, averaging five points per game, four boards. When Bam is out and Orlando Robinson is getting minutes, the center for the Heat, he is very impressive, super impressive. I mean, double-double machine as well. This is a guy that was undrafted, and I had great feelings on him. And I think that, like I said, it depends on the opportunity. But Orlando Robinson is a guy... You got to watch out for Bam. He's had injuries in his knees in the past. Dwayne Dedman just blew up on his team and threw the massager onto the court and got ejected. So I think he can move into that backup spot and keep out, keep an eye out for Orlando Robson for sure. Other guys I want to mention, Musa Diabate, love what his progression so far. Look out for him. Uh, Jake LaRavia has done well in Memphis. Oche Agbaji, his Opportunities could increase for Utah, like I said, with Walker Kessler. The second half of the season, you got to play those young guys. He has not gotten to play much at all. Oche, I'm looking out for you. I hope you get some minutes in the second half. Max Christie for the Lakers. He's starting to get some opportunities. He's fitting right in with that team. It's very hard to play with LeBron. He started a game recently, and he's played well. So I hope to see him more. In the second half, I do think we'll see more of him. Once again, the trade line could mix things up, but if no one comes into these rookie spots, some of these guys could have a great second half. Christian Braun, very productive, doing a great job fitting in in Denver. Ty Ty Washington, like I said, Kevin uh, Porter Jr. just got hurt. Ty Ty could move up into the rotation. That's something to look out for. So those are some guys I want to mention. It's so many rookies. There's still some that haven't really even played, like Johnny Davis. He hasn't really played. Wendell Moore, first-round pick, hasn't really played. Dalen Terry, first-round pick, really hasn't played. And we got some guys that were not like Orlando Robson, playing a bunch, who wasn't drafted. So it depends. We'll see how it goes. I also want to shout out Christian Coloco. Every now and then he plays well. Uh, But – These are the rookies so far that you need to know, everything you need to know in the first half of the season so far. Let me know what rookies you want to hear from. Who do you think will have the best second half? That's that. I mean, that's all we have for today. Great to be back with you guys. You know, that was today's episode of the All Rookie Podcast. I'll be back with more. Thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, rate, review, comment, all that good stuff. I'll see you next time. Peace.